I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on the greatest day in the history of America. What, Chris? The release, the final release. Whoa, it's not the final release, it's the first release. I guess they only release it once. It's the release day of the anti-communist manifesto today. Already flying up the charts. It's freaking awesome. Uh, By the way, quick note. You keep sending me emails about you buying multiple copies. I'm buying one for my brother. I'm buying one for my mom. I bought a bunch. We bought some for our son. If you bought multiple copies, get your AC pin, your lapel pin. I really mean this. I want this to be something. I want it to become an anti-communist community that exists long after I'm thrown off the air, way beyond me or you or anybody. We must become a community. It's at jessekellybook.com. All you have to do, I, I think you just have to put in your name and the receipts or something like that. If you bought more than one, go get your pin. Go get your pin. You earned it. I, I think it takes them a little while to send them out, but go get your pin, all right? Shoot, and if you get one, let me know how it looks because they haven't sent me mine yet. Go get your pin. Now, we will take some calls in a little bit too. I have the, I'm in such a good mood tonight. It's 877-377-4373.
877-377-4373. Let's get to some military stuff, some little more FBI stuff in a little bit, and and more. But I want to get to some emails first. Jesse, my sons and I were driving across the Mississippi River in New Orleans last night when my son spotted pride-colored pride lights being displayed at the World War II Museum's new canopy. He's 17 and was disgusted as to why the World War II Museum would be displaying this nonsense. This is ridiculous. I tried calling today, but of course, no one would direct me to the person in charge. Maybe you could get this on the air. One, I think I'll be setting this aside. We may just have to go ahead and get involved with that World War II Museum. From what I understand, that museum is an awesome place, and that maybe have to, that that might have to be something we have to get involved with. So, uh, if you're listening from the World War II Museum in New Orleans, you have until I get off the air to have those lights taken down, or well, I guess you'll have to see tomorrow. But make sure those lights are taken down. That's one. Two. How do these things happen? We always have to examine this. How do these things happen? How does that happen? How do you have this incredible, from what I understand, again, I haven't been there, but I've, I've heard it's awesome. How do you have this incredible museum, this World War II museum in New Orleans, and all of a sudden they're showing rainbow colors? And then you call and you can't figure out who's who and what's what. The communist has never been the majority. The communist thrives on lies like we talk about and your apathy that reminds me back to the Solzhenitsyn quote which I teased and then I'll and I'll talk to you the rest about this World War II museum this was the quote Solzhenitsyn said now remember this is the guy that suffered on the con- under the communists and the gulags and everything else he said what would things have been like if every security operative when he went out at night to make an arrest had been uncertain whether he would return alive and had to say goodbye to his family. Or if, during periods of mass arrests, as for example in Leningrad, when they arrested a quarter of the entire city, people had not simply sat there in their lairs, paling with with terror at every bang of the downstairs door and at every step on the staircase, but had understood they had nothing left to lose and had boldly set up in the downstairs hall an ambush of half a dozen people with axes, hammers, polkers, or whatever else was at hand. That's Alexander Solzhenitsyn from the Gulag Archipelago. Now, I don't want you to get out any hammers, and I don't want you to hurt anybody. But it's a, a statement lamenting how long it takes for people to take things seriously and how they get things seriously too late. But what we have to understand is if we do start taking things seriously, we can win. The communist is a minority. He is a minority. He lies to you. He tells you either he's harmless or he tells you he's the majority, but he is not. And he thrives on the second thing, which is your apathy and my apathy. And why does the World War II Museum in New Orleans now look like Rainbow Bright? Why does this sacred museum honoring our greatest generation, why does it look like Rainbow Bright? Because the communists got to your area and you drove by the World War II Museum and you said, wow, that's cool. It's a World War II Museum. Or, or you took your kids. You went yourself. You took your kids. I want to go look. I want to see the sights. I want to honor the men. I want to, I want to honor the sacrifice. I want to do these things. You saw a World War II museum. You saw a place to honor the fallen. 
You saw a place to honor those who fought and who died and who saved this planet. But the communists didn't see any of those things. The communists saw an opportunity. The same way he drives by your public library, you public library, you drive by it and you don't even look at it twice. The communist drives by it and he sees an opportunity to bring a child drag star in front of your kids so he can wave his penis at them. He just, he saw the World War II museum and he saw an opportunity to continue to pursue his religion. That's what he saw. But we are so apathetic right now that it's pathetic right now. And man, I'm so proud of myself for having done that live on air without having prepped that ahead of time. Chris, you missed it. You were talking to Michael. You didn't hear what I said. I, oh, here's what I said, Chris. I said, we're so apathetic that it's pathetic, Chris. What? That's something an author would come up. You're not impressed by that? Don't roll your eyes, Chris. Listen to it. You want to hear about apathetic? This is why. This is why they even took over the World War II museums. Jesse, your statement that Republicans haven't even tried to vote our way out of this was confirmed for me today. Today's primary day in New Jersey, and at 8.15 this morning, I was Republican voter number two. Number two. We are in this mode right now. We are in this half-demoralized half sleepwalking mode waiting for i don't know what i don't know whether we're not taking things seriously or whether we're taking them so seriously but we're so disheartened we're out on the process i i don't know what's going on in the minds of the right right now but i know dang well what's going on in the minds of the communist the communist feels like he's right on the cusp he's right there it's not going to take much more time. He's got to get rid of the Supreme Court, do something to brush aside those pesky red states, and then it's finally time for him to hurt you the way he's always wanted to. He's on the cusp of doing everything he's always wanted. We can't even show up for freaking primary day. Our people, our, quote, leaders, maybe this is why we're apathetic or disheartened. This is Bill Barr. Trump's second age. Based on the facts, as the facts come out, I think over time people will see that this is not a case of the Department of Justice, you know, conducting a witch hunt. In fact, they approached this very delicately and with deference to the president. And this would have gone nowhere had the president just returned the documents. But he jerked them around for a year and a half. And the question is, did he deceive them? And if there's evidence of that. He jerked them around for a year and a half. They're totally justifiable. We are in the middle of a political persecution of the former president of the United States and the current leading candidate to be the next nominee. And he's running, already declared he's running against Joe Biden to be the next president. And he's in the middle of a political persecution. And the last, quote, Republican AG we had is on television defending what is happening as if this isn't the beginning of the purges. This is the beginning of the purges. 877-377-4373. I don't bring that up to scare you. We're going to move on to, to some other stuff. I do want to get to some more FBI stuff. I want to get to some more emails and things like that. But I I can't shake Normie Norm any more than I've already shaken him without giving him brain damage. And I know you're going through the same thing with your friends and your family members and your coworkers. 
People think that we're in some kind of relatively normal election cycle. Yeah, Republican or Democrat, but it's going to go either way, and we'll see. And we're in the beginning, the beginning phases of something horrible. If we don't stop it, we got to stop it. All right, I'll get to some emails and your calls and some other things in a moment. Let's get to this really quickly first, though. There is no stopping the prison break that's going on in the country because of how many Soros DAs we have. Remember, the prison break is on purpose. They're turning violent criminals loose on purpose so they can hurt you. They're not going to protect you. You better have something on you that will protect you. That's why I tell you about Hero Gun and Hero Arrow all the time. These things will stop a bad man in his tracks. Pepper balls or pepper gel. The Hero Arrow's a little smaller, a little more aerodynamic. The Hero Gun's more shaped like a gun, but they're both incredible products Get one and carry one on you, but more importantly, get one for the person you love the most and make sure they carry it on them. Doesn't require a concealed carry permit. Get it. Carry it. Hero2020.com. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE for a special discount. State restrictions may apply. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Tuesday. Chris, I don't f- I don't feel like you've ever played once honky tonk woman on the show. You don't say you have automatically like you know you have. I've never heard it. Michael, have you ever have you ever heard Jewish producer Chris play honky tonk woman? What is that song not kosher or something of something against honky tonk woman, Chris? That might be the best What do you mean it's just not that good? They're, th- that's probably their best song. Yeah, it is. what do you think? Probably, you probably think satisfaction is, which is so lame. What do you think it is? Price. Oh, you have to think about it? Exactly. Well, you haven't put thought into it, Chris. I have. And we need more honky-tonk woman on the show, on the world-famous Jesse Kelly show. And I'll get to your calls here in just a second. 877-377-4373. Again, this James Comer talking about them hiding the My document. question to the FBI was... What exactly have you done with this accusation? Because the FBI admitted that this is a highly credible, in fact, one of their most highly credible human sources. And their answer to me, Sean, was, well, it's now a part of an ongoing investigation. We don't know which investigation. We don't know when the investigation began. All we know is two weeks ago, they tried to act like this form didn't exist. Okay, I'm glad they plan on holding him in contempt the FBI director. That's all well and good. They're going to move to hold him in contempt. But there's this really, really stupid but really handsome author. He does a radio show. and He has a world-famous book out. And you listen to his show every night, and I I know for a fact you remember distinctly this world-famous author saying several times, we already know what's going to happen when the GOP takes the House. They're going to threaten the FBI with things. The FBI is going to come back and say, we can't show you that because we can't comment on an ongoing investigation. That's how they cover up all their crimes. The only question that matters is, what are you going to do then? What are you prepared to do from there? What are you prepared to do? Are you prepared to to cut funding? Is that something you're prepared to do? Are you prepared to do anything? Are the red state AGs prepared to do anything? Are you prepared to do anything? 
all this was coming. I knew all this was coming. I told you all this was coming. I laid it out very specifically in detail a long time ago. I knew. Did you not know? Or did you not care? Are are you stupid? Or are you scared? Are you both? Ugh, I don't know. Forget it. 877-377-4373. Just want to remind you that, yes, it's world-famous author Jesse Kelly book day. What, Chris? But that doesn't mean it's small talk day. All right. No, hi. How are you? I'm not going to tell you thanks for the call. It's going to be a quick hook tonight. Ready? Go. Tim in New Mexico. Go, boss. Okay. Try and give me 60 seconds, please, if you can. Anyway, funny you mentioned William Barr. Trump's last attorney general. Okay, before that, he picked the weenie chop, Jeff Sessions. Now, Mm -hmm. that went nowhere. I told everyone before he picked him, why is he picking him? I wanted nothing less than Jay Sekulow. So the Lord gave him another chance to redeem himself. And what does he do? He picks the doughboy, William Barr, okay? Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, that was a disaster. And now we're going through this thing with Christopher Wray, the FBI director, who picked this Christopher Ray? Oh, Trump did. He is his own worst enemy. If Ted Cruz would have won in 2016, we wouldn't be in this mess. If Jay Sekulow would have been the Attorney General, we would not be in this mess. You must control your domestic policy. I don't- it's a good call. Look, there's no, there's no defense of Donald Trump's personnel decisions. It's indefensible. His greatest fans, they listen to the show too. They don't defend it. People think Trump's fans, oh, they're a cult. Trump's fans understand his strengths and weaknesses, his personnel decisions, his hiring and and firing. It's not bad. It's embarrassing. It's really, it's that level of bad. Now, there are reasons from this, from what I understand from my friends within the Trump camp. There are reasons for this. Uh, Trump is susceptible, I guess is probably a good way to put it. He's susceptible to flattery, extremely susceptible to flattery. If you're nice to him, he wants to bring you into a circle. Either way, this is one of my concerns, and it's what I have voiced. My I, vo- I know Trump has heard this because I have relayed it to the people right next to him time and time again, as have many others. It is my, con- my concern if he wins a second term, which would be good. I mean, that's obviously a good thing for the country. No more Joe Biden, Trump. My concern is... You have all these policy positions. You know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And we're going to clean out the deep state. And we're going to do this. And I like all these things. I like that. I like Trump policies. I like America first. I like these things. But I want you to picture this. I have, I'm leaving the Jesse Kelly show. I'm taking over uh, head coach of the New York Giants. I am the new head coach of the New York Giants tomorrow. And not only that, my game plans are perfect. I have the perfect offensive plays. I have the perfect defensive plays. I have the best plays in the world. Oh, who are my players? Oh, I'm just going to pick a peewee football team. You see, I have great plays. I'll just pick a peewee football team. Well, guess who's going to get blown out by 900 every game? Unless you have the personnel to implement the policy, the policy itself matters not. That is something I have wanted to see an improvement on. And I guess maybe I'm naive. I'm still hopeful we will see some. But as of right now, his campaign's full of dirt balls. That can, that concerns me a great deal because his, his 
His White House is full of dirt balls. His son-in-law was mainly the biggest dirt ball of all of them, undermining the agenda of Trump and the one you like and the one I like over and over again. If he gets elected again and it's a White House full of dirt balls, we're not going to get any of the policies we like. None. Unless you have the personnel to implement them, you're not getting any. And it is a legitimate concern and certainly one you can bring up. That's for Dagon sure. All right. The calls will come next. I only got to one. Before we get to the calls, let's get to something more important than calls and America and my book and everything else. We're going to, we're going to talk about your towels because when you get out of the shower, you're all wet. And here's the problem with that. The shower is so pleasant because the water is nice and warm and it's running over you. And that moment where you shut off the shower, that is one of the most miserable moments of the day because the warm water is gone. And now instantly you're cold. And so for a brief moment between that and you getting to the towel, you're miserable. And when you get to the towel, getting to the towel should be like, oh, man, it's like a warm little drying off snuggie for me. Instead, you're you're drying off with garbage towels. My pillow has a six-piece towel set. They're incredible. They're normally $99.98 right now. They're over 70% off. They're 25 bucks. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, use the promo code JESSE, get your six-piece towel set. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday, a huge Tuesday Book release Tuesday, and it is going well. This guy says, Jesse, how do I get a signed book? I live in Minnesota, and I don't see it on the book tour. I don't blame you for that, he says. When on your book site, no mention of signed copies. Maybe I misheard you. You did mishear me because they are on the book site. There are I, I put everything to do with the book on the book site. All the different websites you can order the book from online, they're at jessekellybook.com. If you want a signed book, about halfway down the page, at least on my phone, it's about halfway down the page, there's a link for a signed copy, jessekellybook.com. If you want to go to one of the book tour sites and want to know all about that, jessekellybook.com. Everything is at jessekellybook.com. See this? FBI is afraid the Biden whistleblower will get whacked if he's unmasked. That kind of... That kind of sounds like a threat to me. Hey, we love we love to bring this whistleblower forward who has dirt on the Biden campaign, on the Biden family, but man, it seems like uh-huh, someone might kill him. Maybe it's the same someone who put pipe bombs at the RNC and DNC on January 6th. We all know that criminal's still out there. Maybe, maybe it's the same guy who stole the hard drive out of the laptop of the Las Vegas shooter. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's the guy who destroyed or lost all of the videotape and pictures from Jeffrey Epstein's Island that were recovered from there. I bet it, I bet it's the same guy, probably the exact same guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. Anyway, let's get back to some more of these things. Brody Atlanta, go. Ah, before picture t-shirt, Jesse, uh, I wanted to know if you were aware of the emotional social learning 
implemented by the Guidance Counselors Association of America. It is essentially the DEI ESG for the school board. Yep, he's 100% right. I actually had a teacher friend of mine, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, tell me about this. In fact, that reminds me. Thank you, Brody. I'm going to dig into this. I'm actually going to bring someone on, and we're going to do something on this either this week. I don't want to say next week because next week's book tour week. I'm still doing three or four live shows next week. Don't worry about that, but I'm not going to have time to do a proper dig in on this, but I will do much, much, much more in the coming days. Johnny, Jersey, go. Yeah, Jesse, you never really answered Joaquin from Pennsylvania's question about your stop in Harrisburg, PA, if you're going to be doing Red Lobster first before the gig or after the gig. I'm curious because I might make the drive out and I need to know where to go. Okay, here's the deal. Joaquin asked, everyone keeps asking me about the book tour stops and where I'm going to eat. And people have pointed out that accidentally the book tour stops all happen to be very near a Red Lobster. And so people are wondering, is that where you're going to find me? I'm not trying to be coy about any of this. I'm telling you I don't know. I've never written a book. I've never been on a book tour. Plus, these are all wonderful affiliates of ours from Harrisburg to Salt Lake City and Tampa and uh, we're stopping in affiliates. I'm talking with people. I don't know what they have for me. I'm not making the schedule. I don't know when I will eat. I do know I will eat. Otherwise, no one will want to be around me. I just don't know when I will eat. Steve in Allentown, go. Jesse, shield tie. I got to say, the one thing that concerns me the most about another Trump run is voter turnout and I'm wondering if if Trump running doesn't bring out more Democrats which is why I think it might be better if DeSantis were the, the nominee yeah look I've heard this argument before uh, I understand the argument I'm not saying it's a stupid argument what if Trump runs won't it motivate Democrats okay well again let's be clear about this I don't wave pom-poms. You, if you're listening to the show, are probably already in love. You're either on Team Trump or Team DeSantis. Almost everybody is. I'm not. I've told you I'm leaning towards voting DeSantis because of what Trump still says about COVID lockdowns, but I'm not on anyone's team. So let me just, let's be frank about this. People worry that Trump's name will turn out more Democrats. That is a valid worry because it's true. But pause for a second. Pause. Don't freak out. Democrats hate Trump more than they hate anything else, anything else on the planet. Because Democrats today are communists, and you need to think about them like robots. Remember, think about them like robots. They go up to the hive mind, they take their little cord, they plug it in, and they get uploaded with software. And what they've had is software update after software update after software update that Trump is the devil, Trump is the devil, Trump's a Nazi, Trump's a white supremacist, Trump's a Nazi. Therefore, at this point in time, Trump is uniquely motivating to them. That's why, that's why the Biden people 
That's why they're always talking about MAGA this and MAGA that and MAGA Republicans and these extreme MAGA and ultra MAGA and mega MAGA. Why were they doing that? Is that Joe Biden just sitting, sitting around just, just strategizing? I don't think President Poopy Pants is doing much strategizing. That's them poll testing what people uniquely hate, and they found out the most hated thing, the thing that drives their people to the polls, is Donald Trump. So I'm not arguing that reality. That is true. However, I, I'm not going to let what the other side hates determine how I vote. Now, I'm not telling you how to vote, remember. I've already told you how I think I'm going to vote. As of right now, in the primary, now I'm going to vote for Trump or DeSantis in the general. In the primary, as of right now, I think I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis. I've told you my biggest issue is COVID lockdowns. DeSantis apologized for his and passed laws against doing it again. Trump still brags about his. There, that's my primary vote. But, but... That's how I vote. That doesn't mean that's how you vote. You should vote based on your issues. So if you vote and you want to vote because you want to vote against Trump because you think Democrats are uniquely motivated by Trump, that's a good reason to vote that way. I just wouldn't vote that way. That's not how I would vote. I would Shoot, I'm more inclined to vote for the candidate the Democrats hate the most because that tells me good things about that candidate. But Democrats have been... In, uh, they've had it beat into them over and over and over and over and over again that he's the Antichrist, so he is the person who does motivate them more. That's the way that goes. Patty, Mississippi, go. With the story about Trump waving around on, on a recording, waving around classified documents up at his, um, his golf club, why has no one asked the question, who was wearing the wire? Well, Patty, all right, that's, that's, I, I, feel, I can see we're going to do a lot of 2024 talk tonight, and I'm not ripping on you, Patty. I just I don't like to do a ton of it, but let's do it. If that's what you want to talk about, let's talk about it. You know why they haven't done that? For the same reason they didn't clean out the White House in four years. Donald Trump was there with the right ideas, with the American first with the America first ideas, and day after day after day after day after day, he was undermined from within his own administration by people close to him close to him, leaking to the media, leaking like a sieve. His White House was just a leak machine. And the people I know, the the people just like you, just like me, the good people on his staff were maddened by it, absolutely frustrated beyond belief. Trump couldn't go pick a boogie without somebody leaking it to the New York Times right off the bat. This, I don't know what, I don't know what to say except for what I've already said. Personnel matters a lot. You have to have the personnel to get it done. When you spend your time hiring Anthony Scarmucci and Omarosa, you're bringing in people who are poisoned, and they undermine you. Trump's son-in-law undermined him. Peter Navarro, one of Trump's great hires, Peter Navarro talks about Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, like he's the Antichrist. Jared Kushner was he's a Democrat, a card-carrying liberal Democrat, and he was in Trump's ear, whispering in his ear, destroying the agenda you voted for and I voted for for four years. Is it going to happen again? I don't know. That's the reality of it. 877-377-4373. I have good news about the FBI. 
I have bad news about vaccine passports. I'm going to get to more of these calls because this has been interesting tonight, and I'm in such a daggone good mood. All that and more is still to come tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I'm also going to talk to you about your garbage cell phone and why you haven't put your money where your morals are. Right, look, we're upset that the World War II Museum's flying pride colors. Do you have Verizon? you have T-Mobile, AT&T? Have you taken a look yet at what your money is purchasing this month? Do yourself a favor right now. Hey, look, I know it may hurt. If you have T-Mobile, I want you to do me a favor. Go to your internet search and do a little, hey, T-Mobile Pride Month, and I want you to look at your handiwork. I'm not judging you. I've had all three. I've paid for plenty of those ads myself, but I'm done with that. I've switched to a patriotic cell phone company, Pure Talk. Pure Talk loves my country. They hire Americans. Their CEO fought for this place as a veteran. They'll save you a fortune. Same 5G network. Shoot, same phone and phone number if you want it. Dial pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly, and that'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Just want to point out, Jewish producer Chris gets no credit for playing that song. As you remember from earlier, we had to basically shame him into playing that song. He's still claiming it sucks, although you should have seen, you should have seen him. He was moving his head. Micah was moving his head. Everyone knows that's one of the Stones' truly great songs. Of course, Chris doesn't realize it. Ah, let's get to a little bit of good news before we get back to these calls. A couple things like that. Majority of Americans believe the FBI needs reform. 24% say it should be shut down. The FBI, well, this is, look, this is good news for this reason. 24% say it should be shut down. That number will be 50 to 60 in the coming years as the checkup continues to get worse and worse. That's good news for this reason. Anybody in law enforcement, these state troopers who listen and cops who listen, and I know the FBI agents listen, they will tell you that they need the support of the community to truly do their jobs. If the FBI is going to travel down the road, they're very clearly going to travel down. It's a very healthy thing if they eventually find themselves without the cooperation of the American people. That's a good thing. Not a bad thing. Something to celebrate. Also, another thing, I hate being nice because it doesn't come natural to me, but I love you guys. Uh, my buddies Clay and Buck had me on their show because it's media week. And if my voice sounds a little off or I guess a little weaker, it's not because I've stopped taking my chalk. It's because this is a week where I'll be on every show underneath the sun. They schedule on everything underneath the sun to try to promote your book, trying just trying to boost book sales and things like that. It's basics. But, and so Clay and Buck are so freaking cool to me. They decided to have me on for an hour. And they opened up the phone lines. And it was all you meatheads with stuff like this. Do we still have Randy in Colorado? I'm not a chef or a cook, but the Jesse Kelly famous cheeseburgers are unbelievable. <laughs> I got the 36-inch Blackstone cooktop, 80-20 hamburger, Tabasco Chipotle. Mm. I made it probably six times for our friends. And every time they come over, can you do your cheeseburgers instead of my wife's lasagna? They was, they're <laughs> unbelievable. You should probably have put this uh, menu, I mean, this uh, recipe in the like back pages of your book. Because I have seen more 
hubbub online about the Jesse Kelly burger than anything Gordon Ramsay's done in the last five years. Oh, Buck, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you just suggest I put the burger recipe in my book? I'll have you know I insisted. That is a burger to die for. I did put the burger recipe in the book and on my life as good of friends as we are. I did not ask Buck to set me up like that. He didn't know the back page of the book. It's the Jesse Kelly burger recipe. I insisted on it. It's so funny that you have this big anti-communist manifesto book. And yeah, there are funny jokes and stuff like that in there. Cause we, let's be honest, we got to have fun, but it's got all this heavy anti-communist stuff and we got to fight back. And then you get to the very back page of the book and there's a burger recipe. <laughs> Mike in Georgia, the best Rolling Stone song. Can you tell Chris how stupid he is? Well, um, as far as I'm concerned, Honky Tonk Woman's a good one, but Miss You off the Some Girls album is absolutely their best. Yeah, man, you know what? I actually can't fight you on that. Miss You's a good one. Chris, do you at least like that one, Michael? You've got to like that one. Oh, yeah, Miss You's a good song. Miss You Bumps. I've got that one on my phone, too, along with some Miley Cyrus. I don't, I don't want to brag or anything like that. Jason in Tampa, go, boss. I'm ready to buy the book now. That was my uh, that was my over the top edge there. So I appreciate the time. I have a question. I have two questions actually. One question. I have set up a summer trip with my sons, and on the way to our lake house in Kentucky, we're stopping by Atlanta and going to a baseball game. And I did the undad thing of not really doing my research, although I didn't really think I had to. But it's Gay Pride Night. Ugh. What oh. shall I do? <laughs> uh, okay. They're 13 and 9. Uh, <laughs> you can Now listen. First of all, don't beat yourself up over it. That's what you shouldn't do because I've done it. I still do it. I'm the one who talks all the time about putting your money where your morals are. And there was a, a movie that came out, DC Super Pets. It was a cartoon about cartoon animals that were superheroes. It came out what, 6 months ago, a year ago, and I know that they're putting all this filth in movies. I know about it. You and I talk about it every day. I look movies up, and I didn't. I just, I, I, for some reason, it didn't even occur to me. I thought, of course, this will be fine. And five freaking minutes into the movie, it's a couple lesbians walking their dogs in the park. And the kids instantly look at me, and I'm looking at them, and I'm saying, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know. So don't beat yourself up. We're all adjusting to the new America where you have to investigate baseball tickets to make sure you're not wading into tranny night. Okay, that's one. Two. I don't think you're a bad dad either way. I don't think you're a bad dad if you skip the baseball game. But I also don't think you're a bad dad if you use the baseball game as a teaching moment. We use things like that as teaching moments all the time. Hey, son, do you see what that is? Do you consider this right or wrong? Is this what you wanted to see? Do you want to see more of this in society? Is this something you think is good? You can use it as a dad teaching moment. And the kids sound like they're about old enough, 13 and 9. Mine are 12 and 14. Mine are reading the Anti-Communist Manifesto. For those of you wondering if it's safe for kids, obviously it's safe for kids just like the show. I don't... Cuss, there's nothing like that in there. Yeah, of course it is. Now, there's some communist atrocities and things like that, but I can't help it. They're a bunch of murdering savages. That's not my fault. 877-377-4373. Uh, we may do actually quite a few more calls next hour just due to the condition of my voice, but we're going to do this really quickly first. 
I got a uh, email that was not very nice, and the email suggested that I personally start taking rough greens. In fact, it says this, dear historical oracle, I heard how well your dog's coat looks so much, or I heard how well your dog's coat looks so much better after taking rough greens. Have you ever thought about putting it in your cereal to help with your receding hairline? Okay, that's not very nice. All right, rough greens is for dogs. And yes, it has made Fred's coat even shinier and it took care of his digestive issues. And no, it's not for me. And no, there's nothing that can stop the fact that my hair is going away. All right, but you know what? I may be bald in a few years, but at least my dog will still be alive and healthy because I give my dog rough greens, actual nutrition he needs. Your dog food doesn't have any of it. Pour rough greens on his food. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free bag of it. All you pay for is the shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. We'll be back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 